Hey everyone, welcome to the Rise with Rosa podcast. Uh, and today I'm I'm sitting here with Phil Hong, the technical producer for Humble and Fred. And we're just having a conversation uh, before, before we actually started recording the show. And I was just talking to him about how, you know, I really want these podcasts to be about, you know, giving insight and um, to, giving insight to, to everyone about, you know, different ways that we can rise, different ways that we can rise into our best selves and, um, and, and be who we really are so that we can, you know, maximize the quality of our life and, and, and live the life that we desire. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, welcome, Phil, by the way. He's How are you, here. Rosa? <laughs> How's life going? Um, it's going well. <laughs> Um, but I wanted to, I, I was talking to him about, you know, one of the, the topics I want to talk about, there's so many ways for us to rise. And uh, the one I wanted, the, the way that I wanted to talk about today was um, the the thought about, you know, something to think about is, it's about protecting your home. And I'm not talking about home, like your physical home, even though that's obviously um, definitely, you know, something that's important. But mm-hmm. what I mean by home is the place that we live in our internal world. So that's our home. So our internal world consists of the marriage between our minds and our hearts. So we must not neglect either of them. We just have to maximize their roles. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk obviously further into this, but the mind's role is to be the protector, the visionary, and the one to finalize a choice. And the heart's role is meant to be the silent leader or the master in which the mind surrenders to and listens. So it's actually the true driver of our choices. Hmm. And the heart knows the truth. And it's just really important that the heart is happy. And um, it's it's funny because um, <laughs> I, I compare it to a marriage. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know... It's just these funny sayings that you hear outside all the time. It's um, I know that there's a saying that says a happy wife is a happy life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, symbolically, I feel that um, it's almost like if we were to compare to a husband and wife, mm-hmm. you know, a happy wife is a happy life. Is the, if the wife represented the heart and the man uh, represented the protector, right? It's mm-hmm. really about, you know, the harmony within the marriage is actually going to reflect itself on the harmony within the home. Mm-hmm. And so there is a marriage within ourselves. You know, there's a part of us that um, we need to marry. And that's about, you know, bringing harmony, bringing harmony in the relationship between our minds and our hearts. It's not to neglect one or the other, mm-hmm. but it's about, um, you know, using both of them. Yeah, that seems to be the, the thing in public, you know, thinking with your mind, going with your mind instead of going with your heart, for example, or the other way around. It was always a separate, almost like a civil war yes. between yes. the two uh, parts of your body. But the thing is, I, you know, this is a refreshing take on it. The idea of having both in symphony, both yes. in harmony, Absolutely. that's something completely different. Yes. And, um, and, and the reason why we have to harmonize this marriage um, and create a home within ourselves is is so that we can develop a sense of trust and safety within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, everyone knows that when you're not in a place of safety and you're not in a place of trust, um, what comes out of that situation is, you know, I mean, so many things that it creates um, inconsistency. Uh, we there, It creates doubt. You know, we just can't fully be our most authentic selves when we're not in a place of trust or safety. Mm-hmm. And so uh, a harmonized mind and body allows us to cut through the illusions of, you know, what we see 
and to see things more clearly. And so the quality of the relationship within ourselves in the marriage of these two, um, it it creates the lens in which we see life from. Mm-hmm. And I, I can speak from personal experience, you know, um, I remember specifically a time in my life uh, when I was going through something and I recognized that I needed to make a choice. And I didn't know what to do because my mind and my heart were battling. And, and what I mean by that is that it was very clear to me that I was going back and forth, mm. back and forth. So one thing, I didn't know what was what, but one thing I did know for sure was that one was my mind and one was my heart. And no one told me this, but intuitively I thought to myself, I don't know which one's which, but I do know that I keep going from one thought to the other. Mm. You know, something's not, it, it doesn't feel clear to me. And so what I did for two years straight, um, what I did is I would go to bed and when I would close my eyes and I would put my mind in my heart. Mm. And I thought to myself, I don't know why I did this, okay? But I thought to myself, you know, I'm just going to put my mind in my heart every night and just... I feel like they both needed to be in the same place. How would you do that? Is it a form of meditation? How would you um, try to meld your feelings together? How how would that work? So it's it's funny that you say try. So I didn't try anything. Mm. I it just was. And so what I did was I just I simplified it. So I allowed my mind to turn off. I closed my eyes. It's like have you ever watched the Magic School Bus? Yes. Okay. With Miss Frizzle. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So it's like going into my body and literally feeling the space in my chest, feeling my heart, feeling my lungs, connecting with my breath, mm. but focusing mainly on my heart as if I, I just acknowledged my heart mm-hmm. and acknowledged it as if I would acknowledge a friend. And I allowed myself to just be in that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there was a lot of things that were happening subconsciously over time um, until something came to me where I can't explain it, but something came to me that it was just clear. Mm-hmm. There was just an acceptance and it just was. And um, But what I noticed immediately from doing that was there was a greater sense of peace um, I would wake up in the morning with a greater sense of peace. I would see life differently. I would perceive people differently. And things were changing, which was influencing you know, my ability to perceive things for what they really were, mm-hmm. which was giving me the safety and, and the, the trust in knowing that my decision and the decision I was coming to was coming from the right place. It was coming from the collaboration of the two. And so... Was, was this sort of like an unconscious feeling? Like when you go to bed, you know your body wants to go to bed. Yes. And it's sort of like you don't really have to ask for it. You don't really have to, you know, ramp up to it with your mind, right? Yes, mm. totally. So it just clicks. It just clicks. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, those times when you hear it's like you just have a thought and there's just clarity. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and the way I would describe it is that it's not... I, you know what? It's it was a combination, I guess, but it could have been where it's like something came to me. Mm. That thought would that's it, just what it is. But also a part of me that felt like something left me, mm. and so whatever the disharmony was, it's it left me, and there was just a sense of clarity. It was just a sense of an uh, alignment where there was no back and forth. It, it just was, and um, and so so yeah, to, so that's kind of like what happened. So so ultimately, what I was doing was I was. Um, I was marrying the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's and a so, lot of conflict between mind and body. A lot of people uh, would want to, let's say, stay secure. And then there are others who will take the plunge. But it doesn't necessarily have to be both. Of the, uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be one or the other, right? No. Like I've known of friends who, who have 
whinge. They've complained to me for years. They would say, I'm making this career choice. And then years later, they would be so mad and fed up about it. They would choose some other career. And then you'll hear five or six years after that, they do the exact same process. It's this big circle of disappointment. Yes. So we're, you know, it's funny you say that. Mm -hmm. Um, I can give an analogy and I love giving examples. So this is how I would describe it. Um, it's it's just how we allow ourselves to be influenced when we're not grounded within within who we are. And so what I mean by that is here's a common example. You have a relationship with another person, be it a friendship, you know, a romantic relationship or whatever relationship you have, a business relationship. And within every relationship, just like the one within ourselves, there's going to be disagreements and there's going to be triggers. And so, number one, it's obviously first making sure that we have the intention and we have a clear intention in that relationship because there needs to be a knowing that there are going to be disagreements, but that intention is going to facilitate mm-hmm. the um, the way and and, and, na- and, Allah, and it's going to influence how we navigate ourselves through the arguments mm-hmm. so that we can come back to so that intention. Like an establishment or a settling. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if it's a friendship, you know, my intention is to love my friend. Mm-hmm. And so in the moment that I have a disagreement, as long as I have an awareness of that intention, then I'm going to go about the argument with the intention to come back to love. Right. And so, um, so, so, so in a relationship, what, what I'm trying to say with the whole, you know, marrying yourself and how I would compare it to a relationship is what happens is that we, we sometimes or most of the time seek validation. Mm. And so what tends to happen is if there's a disagreement with someone, whether it be a romantic relationship, whether it be a friendship or business, we go off and speak to another person right? and we share our perspective of our situation with another person. But from our perspective, Mm -hmm. that is influenced and it doesn't allow the other person. So let's just say I'm in disagreement with my friend and I go talk to someone else and say, she said this or she made me feel this, this, that. And what happens when you do that is that the person who's listening, depending on where they are within their marriage of themselves, they're only going to understand the truth of what you're saying to them. And... If what is shared to them is a biased story that come is coming with your raw emotions, mm-hmm. they may possibly provide some advice and insight to f- enable you from thinking in the direction that you're thinking of, which could be something that is not supportive of your intention to love that person. Mm-hmm. And so we become um, influenced by that. So it's sort of like a warped narrative. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And so then we go back to that friendship with this belief a stronger belief of this, of this, of, of that relationship or of that person. And it takes us away farther from the intention of just going back to love and, and trusting that. And so, um, it's the same thing within ourselves. You know, we get influenced by social media, you know, we see all these things oh, yes. and <laughs> we may go into our hearts and we may align and we'll be like, yes, yes, I'm clear. And then we go out in the world and it's so easy to be influenced to change our minds. And, that's where, you know, it's important that we have a balance of what we allow ourselves to be exposed to, or what we allow ourselves to receive, and to acknowledge the fact that, you know, the real truth is, is in a, in a, in, within ourselves, mm-hmm. and if we just take the time to invest in that relationship and to trust in that relationship. Like, it's almost like you're straying off from the, the topic at hand when you know, we're saying that example with the friend. It's like yes. if you go to a third friend about it, and you're not, you're not going to receive the answers to that first question, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, totally. And in a sense, it's like you're kind of cheating on the relationship. <laughs> you know, you're not honoring the relationship. No. And, um, and it's, and it's, 
I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I do know that for myself, um, I'm, I, I've committed myself to this practice of connecting my mind and my heart and connecting to my truth. And I've really seen, you know, positive, huge positive shifts that I could probably say are miraculous um, in the last 12 years of my journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed immediately in the beginning, but it's an evolution and it's a constant expansion. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I notice is that my relationship within myself is reflected on my relationship with other people. Right. And so should I ever turn to a third party for you know, perspective mm-hmm. about something I'm going through with another person? The intention, because, you know, my intention is, is always to find, to, to gain perspective Mm -hmm. and help me to see what I'm not seeing so that I can reconnect back to the intention of love. So let's just say, for example, I'm talking to you, Phil. Yes. I'm Mm -hmm. like, man, you know, so-and-so, or, you know, let's just say I'm I'm complaining about, you know, this person said this to me and, and blah, blah, blah. And I can't believe it. So I'm, I'm just raw. I need to be raw and authentic with how I feel. Right. You know, and um, and so the friends that I speak to, the ones that I trust, who reflect the version of of me that is in harmony, even though in that moment I'm feeling something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what my true friends will do for me is either just listen and recognize I just need to be heard, yes. but don't enable and say, yeah, I can't believe they did that. They screw them. Are you trying to do this? Are you trying to do that? Yeah. Instead, it's like, give me perspective. What am I seeing? And, and usually, um, if not always, they'll say, you know, well, look at it from their perspective. Mm-hmm. Did you ever think of this? And so what I love about that is that it makes me a better person and allows me to go back to the other person and and feel, first of all, my conscience is clean. I feel like it's not that I'm gossiping or talking about them, but it feels like I'm honoring that relationship relationship mm-hmm. and um in that moment sometimes we can't directly talk to the person because it's too raw and it's too it's too uh, personal in the moment right. and so we need an unbiased opinion someone who's detached who can speak on behalf of that other person and, and that's why your mind and your heart has to have a unifying front you have to you have to understand yourself before you start complaining to other people about things absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely or you want to you know we can only trust are the friends who understand themselves mm-hmm. because they'll have a deeper understanding of of the of, of other situations. Yeah, people call so. it wisdom in some ways, but it's more like you know having that perspective. Absolutely, perspective is that great word. Absolutely, you've got there, and it's all within philosophy too, right? I mean, um, how much of what I'm saying is truth, and will you find in you know books and and um, you know I mean the truth is that love is truth Mm -hmm. you know I didn't invent it when I die it's still going to be around and before I was born it was around so you know and so as I'm sharing my experience of you know how I've harnessed love and and used it to help me in in ways um, that has really saved me from a lot of things Mm -hmm. um, saved me from a lot of unnecessary pain and has saved and helped a lot of other people um, you know, it's just my own personal experience. So there's so many ways of doing it, but there's these common principles and common patterns that I'm noticing that ultimately to be able to accept the fact that harmony within our minds and our hearts and harmony within, you know, what's going within us mm-hmm. will be projected in such a way in our lives, in our relationships that will just bring about harmony everywhere else. And that's all I'm really saying. So, um, how would you tell someone though? How would you tell someone who who thinks that you know, even though your heart and your soul and your brain and mm-hmm. all the other sort of the uh, 
invisible parts of your persona. Mm-hmm. How would you would you tell them who think you know who says what do you mean love self love what does that mean that's a it sounds like a, a sort of a, a hippie concept but how do Absolutely. you explain that sort of that sort of what would you say mantra yes. that you should be in with yourself yeah being able to unify your heart and soul totally so I guess. I guess, um, and, I, and I've said this before, it's, it's just v- very clear in, in that I just want to share. Mm. So the first thing, if someone were to actually challenge me that, the first thing I would say is, are you genuinely interested in me and my perspective what I'm sharing? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what is your intention wanting me to share? Is it is your intention to make me wrong and to prove I'm wrong? Or? Yeah, that seems to be a thing, thing yeah. these days, especially on social media where people would argue for the sake of arguing. You could argue totally. against toast. Totally. Because they just happen to want to open their mouths. Absolutely. But it has nothing to do with them. Absolutely. And so it's my intention is very clear. Mm. My intention is is just to um, open perspective to help mm-hmm. um, the way it's helped me, and it's not to be forced upon if someone doesn't want the help. Mm-hmm. And so, but if someone was genuinely asking me, mm-hmm. and they're really just stuck on like how do you do? How do I love myself? How do I'm I love trying. myself? I'm trying. Yes. <laughs> the intention, Rosa, is to get to where you're saying. I'm just not understanding. Mm-hmm. Then, then what I would say then, because there's an openness, because that in itself is a relationship. Whether I'm yes. being a teacher and you're the student, or or we're just you know two random human beings in this world and just having a conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, before there can be any interaction, there needs to be an openness. And so. I I probably wouldn't trust to share my information with you if I perceived judgment or I perceived your intention to be nothing but just to prove me wrong because it's not in line in, in alignment with my intention. And that seems to be a trend. People straying away from who they actually are as people. They'd rather just sprout out talking points, opinions, thinking that they're on cable news or something. It's yes. Like, oh, look at me. I'm being all wise because, look, I'm throwing stuff at you. I'm debating you for that reason. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so this is not a debate. This no. is like a sharing, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, so, so assuming you're, someone would be genuinely ask me and they said, how, how do I do it? Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, first of all, Rome wasn't built in a day no. <laughs> and to first and foremost, there needs to be an acceptance that this is a journey. It's not going to happen by tomorrow. And I think the reason, um, and I feel the reason, and I've experienced this through, you know, my students and stuff that the reason why they're is a struggle to achieve this harmony and to find that alignment between mind and body is because there's a lack of patience and understanding that, you know, this is a, a mastery mm-hmm. and, and everyone knows that it takes 10,000 rep, reps to master something. Yes. But it also is more difficult to master something when you're actually trying to change a pattern that you've strengthened that is, that is you know, in the way of the new pattern you're trying to implement. Especially when your brain and your heart are not following the same narrative. Totally. So you're not providing yourself with the united front. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So if you've gotten really good at mastering not being in alignment between your mind and heart, don't judge it, Mm -hmm. but just accept, accept that and start somewhere and start little and start with an intention that, you know, I would say, you know, the first thing I would say is, do you desire the alignment? Mm -hmm. So Phil, if I'm talking to you, if I said to you, well, do you really desire to have that alignment? Do you really want it? Yes. I feel like I need to have one, what would you say, one promise in life, one, one, moment, one, one sort of cause that I feel very passionate about. Awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the next question I would ask is that, do you believe that you can get there? Uh, if you asked me years ago, I would say no, because I thought it's some kind of pipe dream. But, okay. you know... Th- Considering where I am today, I feel like I can. Awesome. And so let's just go with both scenarios. So mm-hmm. let's just say you said, no, I don't want to, I don't believe. Mm-hmm. That's fine too. 
the thing is that I'm aware that in order for us to manifest something in our lives, in, we need to believe. Belief is what gets things happening, mm-hmm. right? And so if you don't believe, you're not going to entertain the the things or the choices or make choices that you need to make in order to make it happen, mm-hmm. right? You, you're going to know, well, I know I should be doing this meditation, but you don't do it because you don't believe. Why would you entertain something you don't believe? I should have achieved this. I should have had that. Yes. It's, 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 yes. it's the should have, would have, could have. Yes. So mm-hmm. if you're in a point where you would say, no, I don't believe, then my next question would say, do you desire or do you want to get to the point where you can believe? Mm-hmm. And in that case, you could say, no, then I'd be like, cool. And then that's it. <laughs> I'm not judging you and that's fine. And I would just say, you know what? I wish you well and I, and I hope the best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, I, and, and if you're telling me that you really, really desire um, wanting to get there, but you don't believe and you don't want to believe. You can't expect others to say, then I'll I, fix you. Yeah, then, no. then I'm sorry. I don't know how to fix you because that's not what I'm here to do. No. And, no. Um, and so it, it has to come from within yourself. Now, if you did say, yes, I do believe, then great. Entertain that belief, you know, um, just here's the action plan. Here's how to do it and start simple. Like start literally you're in bed anyways in the morning. You're in bed in, in, in at night as well. You're already thinking with your heart that way or you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're already unifying your body because you're going to bed every night. Yes. You're having breakfast every morning. Yes, sort of exactly. So just in the last five minutes or 10 minutes before in bed, I, I, I passed out with my mind and my heart together every night and um, it sounds silly it doesn't sound scientific it doesn't make sense but here's the beautiful thing about truth is that when you test truth you always get the answer and so you know sometimes when it comes to this kind of stuff reading thousands of books and hearing from thousands of gurus self-help books yes (laughs) is still not enough for someone to understand And where the true understanding comes is um, when we've actually experienced. And so that's where the wisdom comes. And so until then, it's just knowledge. And so we actually have to apply and put our faith in something and allow ourselves to just try it. And if at first seeing is believing, that's fine. The truth will always show you. And... Don't deny the truth when you start to notice little changes. Be open to it. Don't deny it as coincidences. And I, and I say that because it's funny because I will, um, I've had so many students who have done things and they're like, this happened, but it's just a coincidence. And, you know, they'll come see me for like three months, six months, a year. It doesn't matter. And it just becomes a joke where it's like, yeah, it's just a coincidence when clearly things are happening and things are changing. And so allow yourself to gain the wisdom and to go by going through the experience and see for yourself and um and and that's all i can say so um so yeah so so what i, I want to say is is that a good does that make oh, sense absolutely it makes a lot of sense yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's like that um that uh, newsreader who once uh, told me you know luck is spelled w-o-r-k you really have to put efforts ah, into yes. to whatever you're doing in order to really succeed absolutely mm-hmm. it's it's simple mm-hmm. but it's um it's it's um how would you say it's like it's 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 simple but it's not easy mm-hmm. right so it does take effort and so what i want to say today is i want um you know in, in considering the fact that it's number 1 just protect your home your home is where your mind and your heart have a relationship protect it um 
engage with that relationship, allow that relationship to just engage uh, with each other every day, you know, have a meeting every day with the intention to harmonize them so they're in the same place. Only look outwardly to open perspective, to open you up to perspective to enable the intention of harmonizing the relationship, not to take you away. So mm-hmm. stay, honor the relationship stay within yourself. Stay on the subject, don't stray off. Yes. Don't try and Yes. Mm-hmm. If you need to speak to someone, tell them that you're looking for perspective or you just need to be heard mm-hmm. so you can get things out of your system so you can see more clearly. Um, but, um, yeah, so I would say, you know, just, just start with that and, and, and protect that. And, and you will see why that having that solitude will impact your life in all areas um, in a way that just brings a lot of goodness towards you. And, and, I'm not, and I'm not saying that things won't be hard. You still may go through hardship and everything, mm-hmm. but just like in a business, you know. It's how you treat it. It's how you it's, receive it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. how you receive it, and, um, and it's how you get through it mm-hmm. that will bring about, you know, a greater part of you. So just give yourself the permission to open your heart Surrender the self-sabotage and please be kind to yourself. Start loving yourself. Be open and vulnerable. Check in with what's really going on inside of you. Ask for help. Take the time to understand it. Love it. And when you experience your ability to love all of you and what it does to your heart, It will move you to be that for others and to allow them to experience love in ways that they may never have had. Mm -hmm. That's what I really want to to share. So um, if if anybody has any questions or, you know, want to talk further on this topic, you can email me at Rosa at RiseMindBody.com. You can also um, check me out on my podcast on at Rise with Rosa. You are uh, not my podcast or my Instagram. You can always also check out um, this my studio, Rise My Body. You can go to www.risemindbody.com. We also have an Instagram at Rise My Body. So please, please, please send me your comments, your questions. Um, I can elaborate and go on and on and on with these topics. And yeah, I don't love- try to email. Yes, do it. Email. Exactly. <laughs> and so um, and so yeah. So I'm I'm more than happy to talk about about this stuff. This is my passion, and I love talking about it. And I'm very very open to perspective. So thank you.